episode 264 of the Truth Quest podcast, the truth about September 2023. Please support the show by visiting truthquestshirtfactory.com, where we create thought-provoking shirts with messages inspired by various episodes of the Truth Quest podcast. All shirts are $30 and free shipping. Let's start today's episode with a few miscellaneous stories from the month of September 2023. I call it, Here's What We Know. Here's what we know. Gavin Newsom is preparing to enter the presidential race because he just vetoed his own transgender bill. Here's what we know. The Anti-Defamation League spends its time harassing people like Trump and companies like Twitter while ignoring the Canadian House Speaker and the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau when they honor a 98-year-old Nazi SS soldier in the presence of visiting Ukrainian President Zelensky. Here's what we know. The FBI lost count of how many informants it had during the January 6th trespassing incident, but they can track down and arrest people who were just in the area and did not even enter the Capitol. They're so corrupt and so full of bullshit. Speaking of full of shit, here's what we know. Attorney General Merrick, thank God he's not a Supreme Court Justice Garland, refused to answer the following question during congressional testimony. Do you believe traditional Catholics are violent extremists? Continuing the full of shit theme, here's what we know. FBI Director Christopher Wray lied to Congress in his testimony about the 1023 form and surveillance of the infamous school board complaining parents. Yet he goes unpunished while another Donald Trump associate, Peter Navarro, was found guilty of contempt of Congress for refusing to comply with a congressional subpoena, which I find to be a badge of honor as I personally have contempt for Congress as well. Eric Holder did the same thing, no consequences. Stephen Bannon did the same thing, found guilty. I don't blame these people for not complying. At this point, the Dems in Congress are no better than a government-endorsed terrorist organization. And finally, file this under, what voter fraud? Going forward, every person who gets a driver's license in Pennsylvania will be automatically registered to vote regardless of citizenship status. Seymour Hearst published an article in his Substack account explaining how the Ukraine war today is fake. It's over. It's been over. Continuing on that theme, after reviewing classified documents on the situation over there, Senator Josh Hawley essentially backed up Hirsch's assertion. The Biden administration is lying to us about Ukraine. Big surprise. They get away with lying about the border and inflation and the economy and Biden's bribery and corruption and every other major issue. Why wouldn't they lie about the decades-old money laundering operation in Ukraine? And even though the war is over... The Uniparty continues to push for more money to be sent to Ukraine. Speaking of the economy, the resident and his administration's hordes continue to tout Bidenomics, stating that everything is great and it's all due to Biden's economic policies. Here are four quick economic stats from the month of September. You tell me if this is something to boast about. The latest U.S. Census report shows that the nation's poverty rate increased by 60% last year, to 12% from 8% the year before. The average new car payment in America is now $739. Two years ago, it was around $500. The average American family spends over $700 more a month than they did two years ago for essentials. The average American loses more through inflation than through the federal income taxes that they pay. If you think the economy is bad, the southern border is worse. Check out some of these headlines and news stories from the month of September. 
Under Biden, the United States is seeing the highest illegal migration rate in history, and it is all being done on purpose to cause internal instability and replace Democratic voters. More than 300,000 immigrants attempted to enter the United States unlawfully or were paroled during August. The new number surpasses all national records and proves what we already knew. The Biden administration is lying about the border. According to the Inspector General, the Biden administration lost over 177,000 illegal immigrants. Kind of like they lost track of their informants on January 6th. The U.S. Department of Homeland Insecurity released more than 1.3 million illegal immigrants into the United States from March 2021 through August 2022. Nearly 150 illegal immigrants on the terror watch list were apprehended at the U.S. border in the past year. The number is larger than the past six years combined. It's so bad that the federal government's border patrol is destroying border crossing obstructions erected by the Texas National Guard. To reiterate a point I made in the last episode, the federal government took over border enforcement from the states, which is unconstitutional. The Constitution does not grant the feds the power to enforce the border, only to set the rules for naturalization. So what does the Uniparty do? They permit millions of illegals to stream into the country. They will then grant them citizenship and voting rights, and the nation will be finished. I'm going to rattle off a dozen or so problems, many of them I've already touched on, that currently plague the United States. As you listen to the list, understand that it's all being done on purpose. All of it could be fixed in a matter of days if the powers that be wanted to fix them, but they don't. They love chaos. For some of them, they are simply out to destroy the United States. They have contempt for America, for capitalism, for religion, traditional values, liberty, freedom. They demonstrate it on a daily basis. They've been writing and talking about it for over a century. The Communist Manifesto, Rules for Radicals, Cloward and Pivens, the World Economic Forum, and all things George Soros. Here's the list. The continued chaos at the open border, the transporting of thousands of illegal immigrants into the interior of the country, the collapse of New York City with the influx of illegals, the fentanyl deaths, racial strife, inflation, looting the treasury and bankrupting the country. The national debt. It just reached $33 trillion and continues to climb as Congress continues spending at 2020 levels when we were printing money to pay people not to work. The devaluation of the dollar. High energy prices. Men and women's sports, locker rooms, and bathrooms. Violence, rampant homelessness, and lawlessness in Democrat-run cities. File this under another day, another conspiracy theory debunked. This time, it's the climate change hoax. Over our 1,600 scientists and informed professionals signed the Global Climate Intelligence Group's World Climate Declaration, stating the obvious, that there is no climate emergency. They say that the alarmist message pushed by global elites is purely political. The declaration's signatories include Nobel laureates, theoretical physicists, meteorologists, professors, and environmental scientists worldwide. I bet you didn't hear about that on your Alphabet Soup conspiracy media outlets. Here's another thing to consider when it comes to climate change. How many cars, gas stoves, and air conditioners were in use in the United States in 1900 when the most deadly hurricane in the U.S. hit Galveston, Texas? Well, we've heard it for years. We've heard it for years. Don't question the subtle science about man-made climate change. Despite the fact there is no evidence that the planet is being detrimentally impacted by us parasites that live on it, 
Along comes Hurricane Idella and the deadly fire in Maui and the wildfires in Canada and in Europe, and we are treated to the climate change drumbeat over and over again. These people are relentless. They're tireless. It's an amazing thing to behold. Watching useful idiots spew their ignorance with confidence. That's what happens when you are not forced to back your claims with evidence and or answer questions from your critics. They never do either. They are pathetic and should be roundly ridiculed and mocked. What I have next is some really scary shit and confirms that the years of brainwashing, gaslighting, propaganda, and the dumbing down of America has been effective, at least for those on the left side of the political spectrum. A new Rear Clear Opinion research poll found stark differences between Republicans and Democrats when it comes to censorship and free speech. 47% of Democrats say free speech should be legal, quote, only under certain circumstances, end quote. 34% of Democrats say Americans, quote, have too much freedom, while 75% of Democrats say the government has a responsibility to censor hateful social media posts. Let's noodle on those three statistics and ask some obvious questions. Who might define what under certain circumstances means? Answer, some jackwad in the government. No, thank you. The First Amendment specifically restricts the government from censoring any speech. In other words, we do not need anyone to define under certain circumstances because there are none. Hateful speech is covered by free speech. So is disinformation and misinformation and malinformation. All the made-up words from the last five years. So is lying. That's also covered by free speech. Secondly, how exactly can you have too much freedom? Those of us who consider ourselves part of the normals don't even know how to digest that. It's an idiotic thing to say unless you're a fascist, a tyrant, or a totalitarian. The same people who dismiss the dictates and lessons of the Bible are the ones dismissing the United States Constitution. They don't want any authority in their lives. As Target announces the closure of nine stores in Democrat-run cities due to rampant theft and violence, the normals can officially state that defund the police will go down in history as the most moronic and mentally ill rallying cry ever uttered. If the Democratic Party survives into the future after the utter destruction they are leaving in their wake in cities where they run the show, those future generations will ask the question, who the hell voted for Democrats espousing that kind of nonsense? Dan Bongino has an expression, Republicans are not the solution to the problems facing the nation, but the Democrats are the cause of most of them. To which I say, amen, bro. Democrat Senator Bob Menendez was indicted for corruption. He allegedly accepted, quote, hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes in exchange for his power and influence to protect and enrich various New Jersey associates and the Arab Republic of Egypt. I don't understand why the Justice Department is prosecuting him. He must not be in good standing with the Democratic Party because usually they bend over backwards to ignore crimes committed by members in good standing, like Joe and Hunter and Dianne Feinstein and John Kerry and his son. Speaking of Dianne Feinstein, she passed away during the month. The glowing coverage of her on the Alphabet Soup conspiracy media sites was not surprising. However, what they should have said is something like this. Democrat California Senator Dianne Feinstein, who never held a real job in the private sector, yet assumed she was royalty, filling a lifetime appointment in the United States Senate, passed away this week. She entered the Senate with a meager net worth, having served in California's legislature and as mayor of San Francisco. She died with a reported net worth of over $100 million. She was a fierce advocate for killing innocent babies in the womb, 
a lifetime grifter, and an enemy of the Second Amendment, and most recently a huge advocate for big tech censorship as she regularly accosted tech executives during congressional testimony if they did not agree to censor more speech. She's most well known for being the first prominent U.S. politician to be owned by the Chinese. Long before Eric Swalwell, Mitch McConnell, and the Biden crime family were on the take from China, she employed a Chinese driver who also served as her one-time chief of staff, who was a Chinese spy. The FBI investigated her numerous $50,000 a plate fundraising dinners and noticed that they were regularly purchased by Chinese actors. After the investigation, she agreed to pay back $12,000. Rest in peace, Diane. Was selling your soul worth it? I want to quickly cover some of the COVID news because the Alphabet Soup conspiracy media ignores it and Facebook and Instagram censor it. The Select Committee on the Coronavirus Pandemic reported that Fauci was escorted into CIA headquarters during the middle of COVID hysteria to, quote, influence the CIA's COVID-19 origins investigation. In a completely unrelated story, a CIA whistleblower accused the CIA of bribing the team looking into the COVID-19 origin to say the virus did not come from a lab in Wuhan, China. Hmm, I'm scratching my head right now. I guess Fauci wasn't very persuasive. They had to bribe him. While the CDC is pushing a new round of COVID boosters on healthy teenagers and adults, Japan, Germany, Britain, and Australia stopped recommending COVID boosters for children and teenagers. In fact, the latter three countries no longer recommend COVID shots for the vast majority of people under 65. The CDC itself estimated that 1 million boosters in adolescents would prevent, at most, one death from COVID, and probably zero. At the same time, giving teenagers a million additional new jabs will cause anywhere from 100,000 to 200,000 cases of severe short-term side effects, such as fever, nausea, they will also cause anywhere from 50 to 300 cases of myocarditis, severe enough to cause hospitalization, depending on which estimates and what mix of Pfizer-Moderna shots are used. But they keep pushing the shot. I wonder why. The FDA refuses to turn over safety data as requested by Senator Ron Johnson on the previous batch of the COVID vaccine. I shouldn't call it a vaccine. It doesn't vaccinate. Here's a collection of COVID headlines from the month of September. Ignoring the heart of the matter. How myocarditis became the silent scandal of COVID-19 vaccinations. COVID jab spike protein remains six months after jab. Japanese scientists find that COVID-19 and all the variants are laboratory creations. CDC hit hundreds of hospital reports showing vaccines causing myocarditis. Teachers who refuse COVID shots must be reinstated with back pay, rules state Supreme Court judge. FDA vaccine advisor says most Americans don't need yet another COVID-19 booster. Half of vaccinated people never stop producing spike protein, study found. More COVID vaccinations means more death and injury. Dr. Chris Shoemaker explains shocking dangers of DNA strands found in Pfizer-Moderna vaccines. Doctors are having a difficult time differentiating COVID from allergies and the flu. And last but not least, the new batch of COVID jabs that the government is pushing on the sheeple and their children has reportedly only been tested on mice. Give me some of that. Let's inject an experimental drug into our bodies that we know is often toxic and sometimes deadly and that the government has lied to us about in the past. I mean, what kind of morons are rolling up their sleeves for this shit? Speaking of COVID, during the month I published this on several social media platforms. Dr. Tony Fauci lied about the origins of the COVID-19 virus. 
funding the Wuhan lab that created the COVID-19 virus, gain-of-function testing at the Wuhan lab, the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in treating COVID-19, the effectiveness of the vaccine in protecting individuals from COVID-19, the effectiveness of the vaccine in preventing the spread of COVID-19, the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccine to children, the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccine to healthy adults, making money off the vaccine. He lied about all of that. In a just society, that son of a bitch would be rotting in prison, and all of his assets would be seized by the authorities. There are some things in life in which you do not compromise. For example, innocent life in the womb is worthy of protection, period. End of story. I only bring this up because during the month, Trump had this to say about the topic of abortion. Quote, what's going to happen is we're going to come up with a number of weeks or months. We're going to come up with a number that is going to make people happy because 92% of Democrats don't want to see abortion after a certain period of time. I'm sorry, Mr. President, but you're way off base. You don't come up with a number of weeks or months to make people happy. As a matter of fact, if people are happy about killing innocent babies in the womb, they are evil. And if they hold public office, they need to be removed. Whose bright idea was it for Trump to go after the pro-abortion vote? This is not the art of the deal, Mr. President. They hate you. They hate your voice. They hate your hair. They would cheer if you were assassinated. Plus, on the topic of abortion, they blame you for the Dobbs decision. They won't vote for you if you were the only name on the ballot. The House of Representatives started an impeachment inquiry into resident Biden. The White House sent a letter to news executives urging outlets to ramp up scrutiny of the GOP's Biden impeachment inquiry based on lies. Given the fact that Trump signed Executive Order 13848, which essentially encouraged federal agencies to combat online disinformation and give the fact, and given the fact that Biden renewed that executive order, and given the fact that Supreme Court Associate Justice Sam Alito's entered a temporary stay on another federal judge's restrictions on this clearly illegal and unconstitutional activity based on the Missouri v. Biden case, this makes perfect sense. Why not loudly and proudly call the members of your sycophant echo chamber to help protect you from the truth? There literally is no downside. Interested in the executive order stuff? Check out episode 256. Staying on the topic of impeachment, I'm old enough to remember when the Democrats endlessly attacked and prosecuted Trump despite zero evidence, and the American and Trump-hating shit-talkers were all over social media talking shit on an endless loop about Trump despite any evidence. I'm old enough to remember when the Mueller and Durham reports exonerated Trump and all the shit-talkers went quiet. Oddly quiet. What are these same people saying today about the impeachment inquiry of resident Biden? There is no evidence that directly ties Joe to Hunter's businesses. You see where I'm going with this? They endlessly persecute and slander Trump despite any evidence. And now that their corrupt piece of shit oatmeal for brains sociopath is under investigation, they see no evidence. How do these people sleep at night? They saw evidence where there was none and they see none where there is. When these people, who obviously have no soul and no principles, protest the Biden impeachment inquiry, me thinks thou protest too much. Their statement about there being no evidence is only true if you ignore Hunter's laptop, text messages, emails, and videos. You also have to ignore the $3.5 million and the $20 million payments by foreigners to Biden shell companies, and you have to ignore Tony Bobolinsky, Devin Archer, the shady shit with Burisma, and the Ukrainian prosecutor, Yet they ignore the IRS and the FBI whistleblowers. 
You also have to ignore Biden's own words, such as his cocky appearance in 2018 at the Council of Formulations. You have to ignore the 200-plus suspicious activities reports filed by several banks against the Biden family and the wire transfer from China, whose beneficiary address was the Biden's Delaware home address. Other than that, there really is no evidence. Speaking of the Biden crime family, Hunter Biden is suing Rudy Giuliani and Garrett Ziegler, who operates the website Marco Polo. He's suing them over the laptop from hell that we were told was not his. It was a nothing burger. It was Russian disinformation, despite the fact that it contained thousands of videos, text messages, and emails, all authored by the piece of shit drug and sex addicted first son. I guess we conclude another day, another conspiracy theory debunked. Continuing the theme, federal prosecutors indicted Hunter on federal gun charges during the month. The indictment charges Hunter with three crimes related to false statements made on a federal application to purchase a firearm. Biden claimed in October 2018 that he was clean of drugs in order to purchase the handgun. He later wrote in his memoir that he was addicted to crack cocaine at the same time. Remember, according to President Biden, Hunter is the smartest guy he knows. You know the wire transfer I just mentioned? Well, a congressional committee discovered a $260,000 wire transfer from a Chinese national with the beneficiary address as Joe Biden's home address. That story was, of course, completely ignored by the Alphabet Soup conspiracy media because they conveniently had this story to report on on the same day. Without a trial or a jury, a New York state judge ordered the dissolution of the entire Trump organization after revoking the New York business certificates of all New York-based businesses run by Trump or his family. I mean, it's like clockwork. If Hunter or Joe are about to get bad news, the media hustles up another UFO story or the leftist hacks in the justice system order up another Trump indictment. These people are fascists. We officially live in a post-constitutional America. And that's the truth about September 2023. Please subscribe to the show on your favorite platform, share episodes with your friends, and support the show by visiting truthquestshirtfactory.com.